as Johnny Ruffo and Take You Home. Gee, that would have gone down well at the Juice nightclub in Ringwood where I used to spin them in years ago, Johnny, if it had been released then. I'm talking to Johnny Ruffo. And, Johnny, I know it's not about your brother, Michael, who, uh, whose escapades oh, no. in Ireland that we're talking about. Uh, but little bird whispered to me, there's more to that story. Uh, is that true? <laughs> Uh, no, that's it. That's oh, that's story. it. Okay, that's the whole story. Uh, so your plan is right on track. You're, you're singing for the, well, part of the world. You're doing well on the, from the X Factor. Then you, you then you start acting on Home and Away. Now, had you done much acting before? I don't think you had, had you, before you got no, the gig? No, I, I hadn't. I hadn't. Uh, literally nothing, really. Nothing, actually. yeah. I'm just trying to think. No, I hadn't. No. So you took... I, actually, you... I did. Actually, that's a lie. Yeah. I did, I did, I signed up to this, uh, this is uh, exclusive. Oh, hang on. <laughs> oh, we like exclusive here, here John. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got I the... I signed uh... up to a, yeah. when I was younger, I, I say younger, hmm. um, I signed up to this agency in Perth thinking, oh, yeah, how do I, I've got to make it in this world. What do I have to do? And I signed up to this agency. I can't remember the name of it, but I just walked in there one day and thought, you know what, I'm just going to walk in and I'm just going to be a star. <laughs> yeah. And the guys, the guy, the gentleman there was like, oh, can you show me your headshots? And I'm like, what? What's a headshot? <laughs> What's a headshot? I'm a concrete. Yeah, I had no idea what I was doing. I just said, oh, I'll just get some photos taken. So yeah. I think I'd had a friend just take a few photos of me and brought him back. And I got an, I was in an advert for, I think it might have been ANZ or some bank. I was playing a uh, character at a shop just scanning through items yeah. at the, uh, like a, I don't know, a Woolworths or an IGA or something. <laughs> so that would be, that was the uh, extent of my acting Career. That was your first day. gig, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And if I'm going to make it from here, I mean, superstar. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you got through that okay, and then then ended up on Home and Away. And uh, what a great experience, you know. Apparently, apparently that's why why a lot of big name Australians go so well in America. Because correct me if I'm wrong, I get the vibe that as a young actor like yourself on set of Home and Away, you get to. Learn, learn every part of the world of acting rather than just being, here's your trailer, come out when we need you. You learn about everything on set and help, help the uh, guys put the production together and, and, and not complain about it. It's a real good breeding ground for good actors of the future. Absolutely. It, it, honestly, people may say this all the time, but you literally become like a family. Yeah, and you learn you learn so very much, and because I was so keen to learn, you soak everything up like a sponge, and yeah. you learn the camera work, where they're going to be, where you need to stand. So by the time you get to like your second or third year, you already know. You walk in, you already know where you stand, which side the camera is going to shoot over, which shoulder the camera is going to shoot over, and. You work so well. That's you know you're filming five episodes a week, so yeah, it's such a, a fast-moving show that you 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 sort of need to know all of this because they don't have time to mess about. They don't have time to t- to do thirty takes, yeah. and you need to just know your lines. You need to be on the ball and just 
you've got to be there ready to rock and roll. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, correct. And that's uh, what a great story. And you've become very close, I believe, with Lynn McGregor, who's been... McGranger. McGranger. McG- McGranger, sorry. <laughs> Lynn McGranger, <laughs> sorry. A story. Yeah. Somebody... Oh, God. We went to dinner one night and somebody called her Lynn McGregor and she's lost it. <laughs> oh, thank, thank goodness I don't have her on the line now as a surprise. I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> Oh, but no, oh, but from, I've met her a couple of times. Irene as well. She's <laughs> such a lovely person. Oh, you're right. She's... That's she wouldn't mind because she's so lovely. You're right. And I've met. I've been lucky enough to meet her a couple of times only. And she, you're right. She just seems to be a lovely, kind-hearted uh, person. She is all of the above, and she is wonderful. Like she has been such a great support. You know since my diagnosis of what I've been going through. Yeah. She has been an incredible support network, I suppose you could say. Just constantly looking looking out for me, just just little messages here and there. I hope you're doing all right. You know, let's catch up for dinner. Just little things like this that make you feel like, you know, people have your back and there's people out there that care for you and love you and just give you a reason just to take that next step and keep keep taking that next step one one foot after the other and keep kicking on. Yeah, that's a great philosophy, Johnny. I love it. Uh, look, thanks for coming on board. We've got a, we've still got a fair bit of time actually, which is great, and we haven't spoken about your book yet. So stick with us. I'm talking to Johnny Ruffo at eighteen to ten.